message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. I want to ask you a question, and that question is the title for my message. The question is, where is your faith? I remember last Sunday, I asked some questions. Amen. When life hits you unexpectedly, negatively, what do you do? When life takes you unawares and then strikes with a calamity, what do you do? And last week, I showed unto us by taking us through seven areas of our lives that are beyond us. Painting a picture of our incompleteness and as a result of our incompleteness, can never live a totally fulfilled life. You remember last week, I said to us, and I want to quickly run through, that number one, there are some questions in life we can never answer. And so when in the course of your life, such questions come up, you are left perplexed. Just to show you your human nature. I said there are some things in life that we can never explain. How do you explain a madman that feeds it from, from probably the wastes of life? Living. And a rich man in his own house with a cook. That cooks his meal for him dying of probably some sickness you can never never explain there are some things in life that we can never change it doesn't matter how learned you are it doesn't matter how influential you are it doesn't matter there are some things in life you can never change also there are some things in life you can never control. It doesn't matter how well you bring up your child. Your child will make certain decisions that are totally out of your control. Number five, there are some things in life that we can never stop. You may wish it stopped, but it won't stop. All you need to do is to prepare for the coming of such things. Whether you like it or not, you cannot stop death. Go and do all the insurances in this country. You can't stop death. So prepare. Amen. Praise the Lord. Number six, there are some things in life for which we are not responsible. You can't take responsibility for everything that happens. No. You can't take this responsibility for the decisions other people make. You may advise, but that is all you can do. Advice. 
but you are not responsible for the decisions they make. And number seven, there are some things in life that we cannot exceed. When we look at all of these things, we see the incompleteness of man. How that the decisions we make on a daily basis, when you factor all of these into it, you come to realize that that couldn't be the best of the decisions to be taken under any circumstance. And I said these things to us for you to know that no matter who you are, no matter what you are, you are limited in life. And as a result of the limits that are on you, you need to open up to some other forces. That is why I read to you today, as I read last week, Mark chapter 11 and verse 22. Mark chapter 11 and verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Have faith in who? Have faith in God. Because of the numerous limitations, because of the environment you live in that you cannot control, because of all these factors, the factors that I listed, I'm sure there are so many other more factors that limit us as human beings. Because of that, Jesus admonishes Every one of us have faith in God. Very, very important. Because the moment we acknowledge the mysteries, the moment we acknowledge the unknown factors of life, the moment we accept our own limitations in this life, the question is, what are we left with? There are so many mysteries around us. So many unknown things around us. So many limitations. So what are we left with? How do we live successfully under such conditions? Acknowledging the mysteries of life. Acknowledging the unknown issues of life. Acknowledging how limited we are in life. How do we live successfully under such conditions? There is a way. Amen. And the way, there is a way. And the way is to live by faith. Is to live. Is to live. Is to live. Hallelujah. That is what Jesus Christ said. Mark eleven twenty two. Have faith in God. 
in Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18 and verse 8. The second part of verse 8. Luke chapter 18 and verse 8. If we look at the second part of verse 8, he says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find what? When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? So there is something the Lord Jesus Christ is looking for from us. It is good for you to understand that man was created, man was designed to live by this essential principle. What is it that energizes the human spirit? Think about it. What is it that makes you sleep and wake up? What is it that holds a future for you? (laughs) When a person does not have hope, we say he is hopeless. Is that not so? And generally, how do we classify hopeless people? They are the non-essentials of life. Hopeless people. And what is hope? What is hope? Hope is an expression of certainty in a future that you have not seen. When you believe in the unseen, when you believe that things will come your way, even though you have not seen them, that is what energizes the spirit of man. What is it that makes you hold on in the face of accident, very bad accident, and then you, you, you are involved in such. There is something that comes out of you. What is that? You, you struggle to live. Why do you struggle to live? Because of a future that is ahead of you. But you haven't seen the future. You don't know what is inside the future. You don't know whether greater accident is coming. Sorry, it's an example, okay? You don't know whether a greater accident is coming, so it is even better for you to die in this one. You, you, you get the point? But you don't know. You don't know, and yet there is something in you that hopes that tomorrow will be better. That is the thing that energizes the spirit of man. That is the thing that makes man want to live. That is the reason why the poor man hasn't killed himself. Because he knows that tomorrow he'll be better. (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. So basically, 
God has made man and has put this principle inside of him. And in this year 2012, for us as a ministry, Winners Chapel Ghana, God has said that we have entered into the bright side of a day. Are we going to believe? Are we putting our hope in it? Are we going to stretch out our faith and receive it? Faith is it. This is what God is looking for in man. He said, nevertheless, when the son of man shall appear, will he really find faith? Will he really find faith? Please understand. God is never looking for the things you are looking for. <laughs> God is simply looking for you to live by faith. And you'll be cool. Amen. Praise the Lord. Take note of this. The scripture in Luke chapter 8 verse 18 didn't say, nevertheless, when the son of man comes, shall he find power? Is God looking for powerful people? No. God is not looking for powerful people. So all these ones, you are going to the gym, developing your muscles. So that you will be macho. (laughs) That is not what God is looking for. God is not looking for power. God is not looking for authority. God is not looking for wealth. These are essential, but they are not the principal. God is not looking for politics. God is not looking for education. Countless number of times in scriptures that God has used men that were not counted worthy of any meaningful education. God is not looking for tradition. God is not looking for influence. What is God looking for? What is God looking for? Nevertheless, when the son of man comes, shall he find faith? Shall he find faith? When we talk about the subject of faith, know that that is your lifeline. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without Faith, not without importance, without influence, without wealth. No, 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 no. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith. Amen. Now, Luke chapter 6. Open. Luke and chapter 6. 
Luke chapter 6. We read three verses. 27, 28, 29. Luke chapter 6. I want us to read it together aloud. Luke chapter 6, verse 27. Are you there? Okay, let's go. One go. Do not labor. For, are we all right? Wow. Then it is me that has misquoted totally. <laughs> okay. John chapter 6. Are we cool? John chapter 6, verse 27, we are going to read together. Are you there? All right, let's go. One, two. Because God the Father has set his seal on him. Okay. Before we go to 20, 28, it says, Don't labor for the food which perishes. We know the food that perishes. But for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give you. Now, verse 28, let's go. One, two. Twenty-nine. This is the work of God. What is the work of God? Again, what is the work of God? What about sweeping in the church? Is it work of God? What about evangelizing? Talking to people to come into the faith? Is it? Is it? Okay, verse 29. Let's read it one more time. Verse 29. One go. This is... So there is only one work. This is. There is only one work. And what is the work? There is only what? One. This is the work of God. This is the work of God. That you believe. No wonder in Luke chapter 8, he said, When the Son of Man comes, will he find people that are doing the work of God? Hmm. I know, I know I'm taking my time here so that you also will think along. So there are some people actually, Jesus will come and meet, sweeping the house. But he will not consider them doing the work of God. According to John chapter 6 verse 29. Do you agree with me? Think about it. There are some people that will be doing choir rehearsals. Five days out of seven days. Alright? But when Jesus Christ comes... He will not consider them doing the work 
of God. And how is he going to judge those that are doing the work of God different from those that are not doing the work of God? Don't forget, he said, don't labor for the food that perishes. What is the work of God? We, we have entered the bright side of the day, so we must get our parameters right. We must know what to do to qualify. Otherwise, we will do so many things, and yet, you remember, elsewhere in scriptures it is written, there are those that will even preach, there are those that will even heal the sick, there are those that will raise the dead, but when the son of man comes, he will look at those people and say, get out of my sight, you workers of iniquity. So take that question they asked him. Take it very seriously. What then must we do to be seen that we are doing the work of God? Then Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God. That what? You believe in him whom he said, there is one thing that Jesus Christ is looking for from you and from me. That you have faith in him, believe in him. That whatever he has said concerning you, he is able to do it. That whatever he has asked you to do, if you do, you will receive the rewards accordingly. If you don't, I beg you, you are not doing the work of God. Amen. Amen. John chapter 6 verse 29, Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. If you are going to matter in the kingdom of God, this is what you must labor in. Do not labor for the food that perishes. No. There are so many things we are doing in the house here that will perish. That won't stand on the day of reckoning. I'm telling you the truth. Because other foundation can no man lay. Except that which already is laid. If you don't identify with that foundation. Whatever you are building on that foundation. Will not be able to stand the test. So I ask that question again. Where is your faith? Do you believe in him? Do you believe in him? Oh, I want an answer. Okay. Okay. If you are not answering, yes. <laughs> you are reassessing. Am I really believing? Now, if you are able to answer me that yes, I believe then I want you to get ready. 
Because I'm going to take you through something. You believe. Lift your hand. Otherwise, I end the message here. You believe. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now listen and listen very well. Your faith, your belief in him is only as strong as the test it survives. I'm going to make that statement again. You say you believe in him. You say you have faith in him. <laughs> Let me ask again. Do you believe in him? Do you have faith in him? All right. That faith that you have in him is only as strong as the test it survives. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Adjuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.